Hello and welcome to Intuitively Being You, a podcast about finding your intuition, living from your intuition and creating the most aligned, abundant life. A life that's guided by your intuition and inner wisdom, a life of healing and growth and a life of truth, a life of who and what is truly you. I'm Desi, I'm a coach, intuitive guide and more and I'm here because I listened to my intuition. Thank you for listening to yours and for joining me and let's get into today's episode. Hello my friends and welcome to episode 21 of this podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has listened, even if this is your first time joining me. I really can't quite believe that I've recorded and uploaded over 20 episodes since I began this podcast a few months ago. It has been such an incredible journey for me and helped me to just really learn how to surrender, trust, not get too attached to the outcome. And when we surrender and just do things for the journey, the outcome is always amazing because we don't judge it through its eyes, we judge it through the eyes of the journey. So needless to say, I've learned a lot just from creating this podcast itself and showing up time and time again. And maybe I'd really like to one day create an episode on how and why I started it, what it has taught me. But for now, I want to share with you the lessons from 2023 as we close up the year. This will probably be the final episode, so I think it's just a really nice way to kind of, you know, package up this year as we move on to the new one. As I was writing these lessons, I realized that none of them are particularly brand new or like massive aha moments, but they've really just been things that I've deepened and deepened more into through life and the healing work that I've done over the last year. For me, 2022 was a year of really big new lessons as I was healing through burnout and doing all of these new things in my life. And 2023, this year, was really the year where I kind of put the previous year's healing work into practice. And I really settled and integrated into everything and committed to doing new things time and time again. When I opened up 2023, the intentions that I set were really to just live life more fully and to celebrate all the things that we get to do in life, to prioritize my relationships with various various people, to be more present and to connect deeper with my inner voice. So as you can see, the intentions for 2023 were really more about how I live my life and I didn't have specific set goals or achievements that I wanted to kind of tick off. And so as I look back and I kind of reflect on the last year, I can see that it really has been the way I've lived in the last year which is great. It's always great when we set an intention and we look back and we're like, you know, I did that. So yeah, really excited to share these lessons with you, kind of deepen into them, talk about them a little bit more. Um, maybe you'll feel inspired as well if you haven't already to check in with your year, how it's been, how you've grown, what you've done, what maybe you wish you had done but didn't. And yeah, just thank you so much for being here. I hope you're feeling cozy and enjoying the holiday season and let's get started. Okay, so lesson one, the biggest lesson has been intuition, 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 like just follow your intuition, which I know is kind of like surprise considering the title of the podcast and everything I always talk about, but I really can't hone this in enough. And I want to speak about how intuition actually works because I think it's so unique to each of us. So when we say follow your intuition, it's really like follow 
your intuition, like capital, bolded, underlined, italic, your. Like for me, this year I've really been able to tune in consistently and created the space in my life and myself to practice discerning between outside voices and my own and just kind of been like, you know, going left and right, like trying to figure out it, like how to best follow my intuition. And so what I have observed myself is supposedly tuning in like into my intuition, like into like my body, my gut, my heart, but really thinking things through or like supposedly tuning in, but really doing what I thought was expected and just like persuading myself that it was actually my intuition. So when we notice those things, you know, it's really like, it's just a lesson we get to notice and like hopefully catch ourselves better in the in the future. And then like on the other hand, I've really seen myself just doing like things that I thought were really random. And I was like, oh, I think this is like a bit silly. I don't really know why I'm like doing this, but they actually turned out to be a perfect following to be a perfect following of an inner hunch so sometimes we really don't know in the moment like sometimes it is really hard to tell in the moment because like our head and our heart our head and our gut are fighting so when we look back it's really good to see when it was intuition and when it wasn't so that in the future we can better recognize it and hopefully mainly and then eventually only live from our intuition so yeah following your intuition is a bit baffling because there is this like inner argument that can happen So it's important that we reflect back so that we can take the lessons and move on. Um, Episode 19, 18, episode 18 shares um, how I kind of brought things into my life through following my intuition. And it's a really good episode if you are feeling stuck and feeling this inner battle and you kind of can't make out of it. I think I have some advice there and some things that happened in my life when I thought I was like doing the wrong thing, but then, then it turned out to be kind of the right thing. So Yeah, and learning, you know, all the years of living in the head, doing things for outside voices is a thing that takes a while to like unlearn. So yeah, it's about committing every day, week after week. And for me, following my intuition has been so life-changing. And every time I've done this, really great things have happened. Like many are, you know, not unknown to the outside world. Like they're not some dramatic story, but they've been really powerful for me. And it's like the little things that create the big life. So you know, life is our moment to moment, right? So it's those moments, those small moments that we have the power to change and that, you know, we must change as much as we can. So linking from that, intuition really does speak to us in the moment. Like the head is the one that knows, that wants to know what's coming up. But intuition is like, no girly, I'm just gonna give you what you need now. And like, what you need now is this. And I know you're worried about what's gonna come in five months, but you don't need to know that right now. I'm gonna just tell you what you need right now. So to give an example, the most powerful example for me has been leaving my corporate job, my financial corporate job. And I left it after I had overcome burnout. I was no longer in like a bad headspace. I had really gained like the clarity to think about whether I want to quit, whether like to, to be sure that I'm not quitting out of exhaustion, but I'm quitting because it's right. So it still took me a while though, because for some reason, like, I don't know, I just, I just like couldn't even though I really wanted to and I felt like it was the right thing and then suddenly one night I just knew it was time and the next day I quit and it was so it seemed so easy it was like boom plasters off but it also took me a really long time to rise up to have the confidence and clarity in that decision and to let go of such a big source of stability and the unknown so you know we intuition is like a momentary flick like we're suddenly like okay this is right 
but we shouldn't dismiss the healing work that allows us to get to the inner stability to live like this life this way to take those big steps which seems so stressful to the nervous system and so it just takes time to build that inner stability so that we can take those inner knowings and like actually like follow those steps I keep on catching myself like using wrong grammar or like the wrong words but whatever I'm on a roll I hope <laughs> this is making sense so yeah because I follow that inner hunch and quit when it finally felt right not when I was like oh I know this is right but like I'm not ready I like personally I don't have any regrets quitting and I know that in the moment it felt perfectly right so whatever follows because it felt so right in the moment then everything that follows must be right too you know what I mean so the final thing that I want to add is that intuition like I kind of mentioned already like speaks differently to each of us so it's not just sitting down in meditation and then like suddenly you know what to do like it can speak to us through books music conversations with other people like a mentor maybe like a friend says the right thing. So be open to how the universe and your intuition communicates to you and just like make it your own, like follow your inner knowings and be your own inner guide. So moving on to lesson two is showing up for yourself time and time again, like showing up for myself time and time again, not apologizing and owning my decisions. Isn't obviously apologizing if I make a mistake, but like not being like apologetic about who you are. So I've done so many things over the last year that have been outside of my comfort zone and a lot I was like really unsure about, but the energy that I've had is kind of like, whatever, let's just go for it. And every time I felt like my ego wanted me to hold on to something or like defend something, I knew that that I needed to do the opposite so that I can practice detachment and just be like, no ego, you just, you go sit in the corner, sit in the corner and think about what you did. So throughout what I've had to do is like show up for myself, not hide when things don't go to plan, not just from the world, but like even from yourself. We sometimes love to hide from ourselves. It's it's very it's a very clever thing that we do. So yeah, it's about learning again to like let go, surrender when all I've wanted to do is control the situation. I think for a lot of us, like we can get stuck in fear that prevents us from doing things outside of our comfort zone or doing it, but then retreating back. So this fear can look like indecision, so like not even doing the thing in the first place, like really being scared that we'll commit to something, which is really, we fear failing, which is really we fear rejection. And because we don't wanna be rejected, we just don't take a step in the beginning. So if we don't do that, we're like, we'll end up right where we were and we can't even say we tried. Whereas if we try, at least we can say we've tried. And the more that I've done this, the easier it's become to take those uncomfortable steps and make a decision even though I wasn't really sure, but it was better than being stuck in inaction. The other fears are taking the action, but then like not actually being able to stand with ourselves, like taking some sort of action, some sort of decisions, showing up in some way, but then being fearful of being seen that way or being fearful of failing and then retreating back. So the affirmation that can kind of help us to unlearn this is to just like live our life like live your life, like actually go and do things without needing it to be perfect, make sense, to be like a really nice story afterwards. I think that's another thing we want to like do stuff and then be like, oh, this amazing thing happened. And then it's this like story that you can like post on Instagram or something. It's like, no, just do it. It might be messy, like create some movement in your life. That's how we grow. And we can't expect things to change if we're too scared to make any changes. If we only take action, if we know that the outcome will be perfect. So do the thing, show up for yourself with no expectation of gaining anything. Just say like, I'm here and that's the win because it's really freeing when we do that. Lesson three is 
practicing receiving and I'm not gonna lie this is still very much an ongoing one I'm definitely not where I used to be but I'm also not where I want to be and I think a lot of us are very comfortable giving we're not so good at receiving I used to have a lot of guilt for accepting any sort of help without giving anything back I was actually more comfortable giving a lot more than I was receiving even like a compliment you know if someone says it I used to like not always, but a lot of the time I used to feel like I have to say it back. And it really makes me laugh because someone once was like, you don't have to say it back, you know. And I was like, no, like, I, I mean it. Like, <laughs> I want to. But like, that person was like, you really like, you can just take my compliment and like, just let it be. Last year as I was like, really coming to cl into clarity that I was very burnt out, like at the beginning of the year, I let myself, or oh, I don't know if it's even let myself, I think I had to, I started leaning on my family for a lot of support and like emotional and like mental support mainly. They were always there. They always listened to me. They always asked the right questions, not expecting absolutely everything from me. And it humbles me so much. and makes me so grateful just to speak about this because I'd really never let myself re like receive emotional support like that because honestly, I never needed it so badly. That was a really big lesson in receiving because it wasn't a lesson I went in to learn. One of my friendships, like one friend in particular, really taught me how much I could receive. With her, I felt like I was witnessing what I'd always tried to do for people. She really taught me what it was like to be the one receiving with no pressure to give anything back. And I had to finally learn that it's safe to trust and to receive. Lesson four is about commitment. I've committed to a lot of things over the last year, like things like different studies that I'm doing, reading different texts. And especially over the last few months, I've really committed to reading one particular te text, like a spiritual text. So what I have learned through this, and I've always been like a very committed person. It's not like a brand new thing for me, like, oh, wow, commitment's important. But what it has taught me is the sense of meaning that it really gives us to our life, like to commit to something, to really get to know something deeply, to get to know yourself deeply. And even if we start something and we end up disagreeing with it and we're like, oh, actually this isn't like that interesting or like it's not for us, we don't resonate, we can still like commit to reading it or knowing it or I'm just talking about books because that's the main reason thing for me or like a spiritual thing. But like we can still commit to getting to know it even if we disagree because only by fully committing can we actually gain all its knowledge and actually gain the benefits of it even if the benefits are okay I got to know this thing in detail and I it's actually not for me obviously take this with a grain of salt like say you start a new exercise program and you really don't enjoy it and you hate it and it's like making you feel horrible like obviously please don't do it but like say on the other hand you start doing like a challenging exercise program where it's hard, yes, but it's not like detrimental to your health. It is so beneficial to actually commit to something and like look back six months, 12 months and say, oh my gosh, you know, it seemed so impossible at the beginning, but look at me now, like I can do a handstand or something like that. So yeah, if you are like, if you're feeling a pull to something and you're intrigued, just like commit and like finish it, like do the thing from start to finish before moving on to the next thing. Our culture can be so rushed and I think a lot of us start things like we love starting things but bringing it over the finish line you just like you need the you need to get through the boredom you need to get through the hardship so it's really easy to be like nah I kind of got to know it there's like so many other things that I want to be doing I'll just go on to the other things but it's like 
No, like we actually gain so much out of fully committing to something and finishing it from start to finish. And you will be so proud of yourself. Like if we reflect and we realize we commit to the wrong things, like I said, you know, like at least we can say, well, look, I was brave. I like went all in. It's not like a mistake. Like I don't think we make mistakes. But anyway, I also think some of us get like embarrassed because we like, it's like, it's not cool to like fully commit to stuff. Like I know society has like come a long way with this maybe, but like I think some people still, some of us still can get embarrassed to like say fully yes to something. A, because we fear it might be like the wrong thing or because you know, there's people that are like really into stuff. Like sometimes people don't think that's cool. So yeah, I don't, I don't know why I'm, I don't know why this is coming up. This isn't like a fear I have or I don't really know people like this, but anyway, this just came up for me. So I guess I ended up talking about it. Um, but yeah, only by completing things do we actually gain the full benefits and get to move on to the next thing. So, and it will be so much easier with time when we learn the benefits and experience the benefits of committing because otherwise we just kind of live this like half-life. Like I was saying before, we get stuck in indecision, like one toe in, one toe out, stuck in the middle and we're not really doing anything. So committing gives our life meaning, purpose, a sense of grounding and also we will actually be so proud of ourselves by the end of it. We can always redirect but we can't redirect if we haven't even left the house in the first place. The last lesson, lesson five, is that the universe wants the best for you. I don't think life is like this school of lessons. Like I think it's a place for your soul to grow through experience and even though pain is quite normal I guess in this human life, I do feel like the universe would rather we enjoyed ourselves and grew without pain. Like pain does allow us to grow. It does give birth to transformation, but it's not like something that we need to feel every single day. Like I don't, like we're not here to suffer. The universe is not wanting you to suffer. It really wants the best for you. So this lesson and kind of like consistently affirming that life wants the best for us. The universe wants the best for us. Like we are meant to thrive and to feel great and to do things that, you know, light us up, light our heart on fire. That has been something that I have affirmed and really increasingly lived by through the last year. So this is kind of what I wanted to finish the episode with. If things are going hard, just remembering that the universe wants the best for us and either this hardship is supposed to be a lesson of some sort, it's supposed to redirect us, or we need to in some ways surrender to it so that it can move through us and we need to remember that the universe the universe wants the best for us so at some points you know are we causing the hardship are we choosing to feel you know negative or judgmental of whatever it is I don't think that we're always choosing obviously I don't want to be like oh just be happy like happiness is a choice because sometimes it definitely doesn't feel like a choice but yeah just taking a big breath that our intuition has our back the universe has our back we're meant to thrive and be abundant and feel our best and greatest self we're meant to shine we're meant to grow and we're meant to feel whole you know we're whole as we are and the healing journey is about actually feeling that wholeness that we innately are so I will finish up here Thank you for being here again. I hope these lessons were interesting for you to sit with me. They were definitely interesting for me to reflect back on and speak about. Just, you know, intuition, intuition, intuition. Practice receiving. Show up for yourself. Commit to things. And just remember that the universe and life really wants the best for you. And your soul really wants the best for you as well. She wants to have the most incredible experience through which she can grow. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have an amazing holiday season or whenever you end up listening to this. I hope you have an amazing day and week. 
and I will see you in the new year. Bye for now.